Hey there, listeners. Thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. So, today we're going to be talking about The Shadow Wand by Lori Forrest. This is the third book in the Black Witch Chronicles. And I have to say, I am loving the progression of the series. Um, one of the key things that Forrest deals with in her writing is prejudices and racism. I mean, her book is high fantasy. And you've got all these different characters, you know, all these different races. You've got different sort of um, elven races, and then you have Celts and Uruks and Gardenians, and there's so much. There's so much more to this world, and I think it's really, really excellent. It's a very brilliant grasp on... I think reality is really in a fantasy medium. You know, I once had this teacher in college, I think you've heard me say this before, who said genre fiction is not real fiction, which I think is absolute bullshit. Because you have books like this that show you how to combat racism and prejudices and you can be different but you can coexist and that's highlighted by Lauren and her group of friends you know they all brought to the table their own prejudices sure without a doubt that's how they were raised and then you have Lauren who was raised with tolerance You know, she was raised to be kind. She was raised to be tolerant. And for a while at the school, she kind of forgot her own teachings. Of course, because other people's prejudices against her and her kind were, you know, bullying her. So she fell in with her and her kind for a little bit. But then she softened. She warmed up. She became opened herself up to understanding and and acceptance and tolerance and she found her own family of her own making. I mean, her group of friends all learned to accept each other's differences and it's just like, hey, you believe this, I don't really believe that, but it's okay. I still love you. We are allowed to have different beliefs and we can still coexist and that's really evident here. You see how much, how important that development is from the first book carried through to the third book (coughs) mainly because you have Vogel he's the high mage he has the shadow wand it's a demonic wand he wants to eradicate everyone who's not Gardenian right and he wants a Lauren to do it for him. You know, he wants the Black Witch because the Black Witch is incredibly powerful. Now, everyone pretty much wants to kill Lauren once they discover she's the Black Witch. And it's not without reason. (laughs) I mean, her grandmother was the previous Black Witch and she is responsible for this rise in prejudices and racisms in the Gardenian court. So, I really did enjoy that as well because you're seeing again prejudices and intolerances of every group of people is hindering them they are all forming a rebellion you know they're trying to form a rebellion 
They want to usurp and stop Vogel. They want to save their own people. So they're united in their desire to save themselves. And instead of looking at Lauren as being as her, on her side, they're looking at her as a threat. And it's just like, no, she's on your side. Let her help you. She's the most powerful black witch in ages. She's even more powerful than her grandmother. She's on your side. Let her help you. <laughs> You're seeing how they are weakened by their prejudices and intolerance. They don't want to really accept other different groups. Even in the rebellion itself, they work within, with their own types of people. You know, they don't really want to work with other types of people of people, other races, and it's just like, you guys are totally missing the point. Look at Lauren and her friends. They are so much stronger for accepting and loving one another. I mean, her friends are incredibly powerful, and I think it's because it stems from that love and acceptance they have found by pushing aside their, ta their prejudices and, and accepting one another for who they are. So I really do like that as the base storytelling. It's very impactful. It's very compelling. And it leads to a lot of character growth. Point in case, a Lauren. <clears throat> oh my god. Her journey from book one to here, I mean, it's incredible. She goes from a level one mage to the Black Witch, and she has no idea how to hold this power because her uncle kept it wrapped tightly wound inside her he bound her magic but she's learning she can use rune magic she's learning she can use different forms of magic and oh my god like that ending scene with her fighting off monsters and then her two daggers imbued with magic I'm just like this is a scene that needs to be captured by an artist because this is freaking phenomenal. It is awesome to see her go from kind of meek and shy to fierce warrior, basically. And I'm here for it, and I'm in love with it, and it's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. The storytelling, the pacing, it's so well done. It doesn't leave you for a second. You can't stop. You can't put this book down once you pick it up. You have to read through it. It's amazing. So, it's going to be a 4.5 out of 5 stars for me. Not quite 5. I do tend to reserve my 5s for absolutely mind-blowing books. But man, it was freaking close. So, if you want to go ahead and purchase the book, which I highly recommend, I will include links in the description of this podcast. And on that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking the podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me A Coffee with a one-time $1 donation or for a 99 cent a month donation on Anchor FM, my recording platform. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading. Mm -hmm.